welcome back to the Health Freak Podcast, or welcome, welcome, if this is your first episode that you're listening to. Thank you everyone for listening. It definitely means a lot to me. This is something that has become one of my favorite things to do, even though I don't get to do it as often as I would like. Um, I'm still loving it, so thanks for listening, and I think if this is your first episode, today might be a good one to start off with. So, I don't know if you guys are the New Year's resolutions type. I think I spoke about this in a different episode, but normally I'm not. But I did try to focus my intentions um, at the start of this year, just, you know, with the spirit of the new year and in the hope and the good faith that it'll help me stick to my goals, which personally I'm usually okay with. And that's only because I like to establish systems and work backwards and do things that kind of help me get to the end without focusing too much on the end. Um, And with that said, this episode is going to be all about habits. I'm somebody who loves habits. I love talking about habits. I love trying to create and maintain new habits and helping people do that. And it's something that, you know, we all make habits all the time. We're always coming in and out of habits. And I think that's normal. Um, But if you find yourself like me, like a lot of us, just kind of like, sick of your own shit or with goals that you want to reach or things that you want to do and make regular parts of your life. I believe that habits and creating habits around those goals are really the best and most efficient way to do that. So in today's episode, I'm going to keep it brief because I just want this to be an easy listen for you. I'm going to talk about some habits that I think can help. And I want to also talk about some habits that I think we should focus on breaking. So the habits that we're going to incorporate, I want to encourage you or challenge you to stick to these habits for, let's say, 60 days. And these are just general habits that I feel like can help us feel unstuck and just a little bit better about ourselves, maybe a little bit healthier, maybe a little bit more focused. Um, General habits, nothing too, too specific, but things I think as, you know, functioning adults, we should all try to incorporate at least in some way. So I'll give you five of those. And first, we're going to get into the habits to break because I actually think this might be even more important um, because how can you establish new habits and, you know, start doing things in your life that are improving your situation without getting rid of the things that are keeping you stuck or keeping you feeling not so great. Okay, so it may not come as a surprise that my number one habit to break has to do with what you eat. (laughs) So for me, the number one habit that I want to encourage everybody to break is to just stop regularly eating shitty food, okay? I'm going to give you some tough love. I know emotional eating is a very real thing. I know times are tough. I know life is very weird right now. But I want to encourage you to think and eat like you care about yourself and eat like you want to take care of yourself. You know that when you eat fast food, I'm going to use fast food as my example, fast food or like really sugary food. You know when you eat that stuff, it does not make you feel good. It might emotionally make you feel okay for a few minutes, but afterwards, I don't think anyone feels good, like physically, when you're eating that way. So it may help if you think about it or realize that when you're eating like shitty food, like I said, fast food, sugary food, whatever, overly processed food, it's not a treat for yourself. It's not a reward for having eaten healthy the rest of the week or for completing a task. It's really a punishment. You're punishing your body when you put garbage into your body. So think about that and just consider how you want to take care of yourself. And if you have kids around, now that I'm a mom, I just always think in terms of like, if you have kids around, set a good example. You know what I mean? Think about the example you want to set. And if nothing else can motivate you, 
Maybe that will, because that really helps me. So think about the example you're setting. Think about the way you want to take care of yourself and stop eating like shit. My second habit to break is ignoring stress. So many of us think that stress is just normal. It's something we have to deal with. It doesn't go away. And, you know, stress comes and goes. And having stress daily, especially for working adults, working adults with families, working adults with businesses, it is normal and it happens. But we can't ignore it and we can't ignore chronic stress because chronic stress makes us sick. So any stress from work, relationship, financial stress, time management stress, none of this is good. And like I said, chronic stress in any of these forms can make us sick. So take the time to write down your stressors in order of maybe most stressful to least stressful and try to come up with a plan. So take that time to make a plan, whether it's a financial plan to pay off debt, a plan to spend more time with your husband or wife, a plan to attack work in a more time efficient way, a plan to schedule a workout so you have that going for you to make you feel good and relieve some stress. You have to make a plan because you can't just randomly wake up one day and decide I'm going to de-stress today (laughs) if you don't know what to do. And like I said, chronic stress causes some major health issues and ignoring the problems that lead to this chronic stress and allowing them to live comfortably in your body can only make you sicker over time. And you can't really implement stress relieving tactics until you start to attack the stress that you live with. Okay, number three, habits to break. Constantly complaining. So it's really hard sometimes to see the silver lining in certain situations, but I wanna encourage you to be proactive in your life and to figure out what you need to do to change that situation. If you can't change the situation that is bothering you, maybe try to think of ways you can change your approach to the situation. So if it's a work-related problem, maybe go about it in a different way. I feel like when you're constantly complaining about the situation or any, any life stressor, you're accepting it and you're simply saying, okay, you can live here in my head, you can live here in my body, and I'm just going to complain about you all the time. And you you really don't end up doing anything to to fix it or to get rid of it. So, and I don't I don't want to say like nobody should vent or nobody should complain. Of course, but if you find yourself constantly complaining about the same thing, I hate my job, I hate my job, I hate my job. Maybe you need to go back and like I said about stress, make a plan of attack. You know, make a two year plan or a three year plan, or just figure out ways you can do that same work in a different way. Or invite another thing into your life that gives you more happiness, like a hobby. Okay, the next habit to break is saying yes to everything. This is my favorite because I love saying no. I love saying no when I know I don't have to feel bad about it, when it's not obligatory. You know, we're a lot of us are people pleasers. We feel bad when we say no about something, an event, a family member, a friend. It's okay to say no. So it's your life. Don't do things that will make you unhappy. Sometimes, of course, yeah, we have to fulfill obligations that like may suck a little bit. But if you could start saying no to invites you don't want to go to or to favors that are only inconveniencing you or making you miserable or adding stress to your life, that's something that you can just cross off your list and be able to clear your head of that guilt. Essentially, it's just another way to take care of yourself. You have to be able to put yourself first sometimes or at least like a top priority. Okay, my last tip for habits to break, I have a lot more. I might make a whole other episode on habits to break, but this one is something I've been working on is just mindlessly scrolling. And I think we can all agree that we do this too much and that it's detrimental. This is something that we do. And then we go ahead and say, we don't have time to to move our bodies, to work out or to exercise or to spend time with friends or to cook healthy meal. You know what I mean? Think of all the time you spend on your phone on social media, on YouTube, or 
whatever, just reading nonsense, cut back on that if you can. Think about how much time you spend and cut it back. You can set a timer on your phone. You can set an app timer to, to alert you when you've been on Instagram way too long. And you can try and like I said, make a plan. You can say, okay, I'm going to scroll for 10 minutes and then I'm going to go and do a 20 minute workout. So now instead of having scrolled for a half hour, you did a little scroll and you went for a little stroll. That was good, I have to say. Okay, let's move on. We're going to move on to habits to incorporate and that we're going to want to try to stick to for 60 days. That's my challenge to you, my little call to action for you guys. My rule that I'm trying to stick to this year is one in, one out. So a minimalist idea. I personally hate clutter. I When I see clutter, I stress out. I get anxious. Like I, my stomach hurts, truly. So one in, one out means that you're not allowed to buy anything new until you get rid of something. You want a new shirt? You have to get rid of a shirt. Go donate it. You want some new sneakers? Go through your shoes and get rid of some shoes. Listen, I'm pretty sure we all have tons of clothing laying around that we don't wear. One in, one out. Don't buy anything new until you get rid of stuff. Constantly adding more material objects to your life, even if you don't realize it, is stressful. Where do I put this? How many of these do I have? I'm not even using this. I like to think for myself, if I haven't worn it, used it, thought about it, needed it in... Let's start with three months. It can go. I like to not get emotionally attached to material objects because it just makes things harder. It makes moving harder. It makes creating space harder and organizing and all of that is stressful. So essentially, we don't want to keep adding stress to our lives. So one in, one out. My next habit to incorporate for 60 days is at least one home-cooked healthy meal per day. So just one meal per day. If that's dinner for you, that's great. If that's breakfast, that's great. I want to tack on a sub tip to this and it's make extra of that meal because if you are cooking a really healthy dinner, purposely make extra so now you have leftovers for tomorrow. So now tomorrow, if you cook a healthy dinner, that will be your dinner and you might have your leftovers from yesterday's healthy dinner for lunch today. So now we'll be able to stack and stack and eventually hopefully start eating a lot more healthy meals just by cooking one healthy meal per day. One healthy home-cooked meal per day. So you're in charge of what goes into that meal. You're in charge of the ingredients and how much of it you consume. My next tip sounds like just another cliche or kind of arbitrary, but I wanna tell you that I don't really think it is. Try to get some steps in each day. I do think 10,000 is kind of like an arbitrary number. I don't know where it came from. Um, I don't really think it matters, but make this personal. So. If you are generally more sedentary and you sit at a desk all day, maybe you don't have to aim for 10,000, maybe aim for 3,000 or 5,000. See how many steps you kind of are currently getting and then take it up a notch. If you're somebody who's moderately active, you walk around a little bit, maybe try to aim for those 10,000. If you start walking more, getting more steps, um, expending more energy, you will have more energy throughout the day. You will feel less sluggish and you'll feel really good that you were even a little bit more active that day. This will transfer over mentally. So when we're not active, this has been studied, but when you live a sedentary lifestyle, you are more likely to experience feelings of anxiety and depression and stress. So just taking a walk, walking around your neighborhood, walking on the treadmill, whatever it is to you, try to get some more steps in each day. I think it's kind of fun to have that little competition with myself to um, see how many more steps I can get than yesterday. Of course, you know, not every day is going to be an amazing day. You might have a busy day. You might get sick, whatever it is. 
just in general over time, I love the idea of trying to walk a little bit more and getting just a little bit more activity in that way. My next habit for you is to read every day or at least most days, even if it's one chapter, nonfiction, fiction, self-improvement, whatever you want to read, read it. I love reading so much because no matter what type of book I'm reading, I'm either learning something, I'm inspired to do something, I'm simply entertained. You know, these books of any kind, they make us think, they challenge us, they enlighten us. Again, we can set a good example if we show our kids that we're reading, if, you know, you want to try to get your kids to read or your, your family members, whoever they are. If there's something you've been wanting to learn about, get a book on it and read one chapter a day. If there is a book that you've been hearing about that you've been looking to get into, a self-improvement book maybe, buy it and read one chapter a day. You don't have to commit to reading like three books a month or anything like that. I just love the idea of reading a little bit more, learning a little bit more each day. And even like I said, just being entertained in that way each day. My last tip is to practice gratitude. I talk about this all the time, but it's so major and I've seen such a improvement in my own life from doing this and practicing gratitude in whatever way you prefer it gives you perspective when you can think of maybe five things that you're grateful for every day and I don't I'm not talking about the big things your family your house your food yes those are major and deserve all the gratitude in the world but when you can really think about those small moments throughout the day maybe your husband did something nice for you or you know you had a 10 minute cuddle with your daughter on the couch whatever it is when you can you know pinpoint those small moments that you're super grateful for that just made your day a little better even if only for a few minutes you really do subconsciously start to look for things to be grateful for every single day you'll start to notice things that make you happy you'll you'll start to literally look for it and you'll notice it and over time it has such a good effect on your mental state So I like to journal. That's my way. I like to do a gratitude journal. So for me, whether it's morning or night, I like to write down five to 10 things that I'm grateful for that happened over the last 24 hours. So it's just something that you can do every single day. It doesn't take any more than a few minutes. And it's it's just a nice thing to do. And it just helps you keep a perspective on your life. Think about how fortunate you are. Think about why you're so fortunate. And it also can help you realize ways that you can be better if you can't think of things to be grateful for you might you know have an eye-opening moment where you're like wow I am miserable I need to be a little bit happier and you might try to figure out ways to do that a sub tip on this one is just journaling in general I really love this I think it's such a great way to especially in like in the times we're living in like it's very high stress so I think it really helps with that and if you don't know where to start you can just start writing down things that happen throughout the day like dear diary (laughs) today whatever happens you know so you can start with that and another idea is to just stack one habit on top of the next after you read your one chapter of a book take some notes on it so go to your journal and write down something that you really loved about the chapter or something that you learned or something that you want to remember something that you want to share with someone that they might find valuable about that chapter of that book And again, it doesn't have to take much time. However long it takes you to read a chapter, 10, 15 minutes, take another 5, 10, however many minutes you need to journal about it or to just journal about your feelings or your thoughts at the beginning or the end of the day. I do have one more tip, and this is sleep. So if you go to bed late and wake up late and you complain that you don't have time to cook or read or journal or move your body, then maybe assess your sleep habits. So you're a night owl, that's totally fine. But if you're a night owl and you're also sleeping until 10, then maybe you want to think about going to sleep an hour earlier, waking up an hour earlier. I'm not saying that 
everybody has to become a morning person. I used to think that and then I kind of just realized that some people are better at night. Some people really do work better at night. Personally, I'm much more productive, quality productive in the morning. I love the mornings. To me, there's nothing better than an early morning quiet alone. But sleep is so important. Lack of sleep is one of the biggest forms of stress on our minds and on our bodies. And I think it's something we need to really start taking seriously. So like I said, assess how you sleep. Do you sleep too much? Do you sleep too little? Can you rearrange when you go to sleep and when you wake up just slightly to make more room for some of these other habits that you want to try out? So there are my first few tips. I'm going to, I think, do a few more episodes like this here and there because this is one of my favorite topics to talk about. And I'm doing it not because I'm on any sort of high horse saying like, I do all these habits all the time. No, 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 no. This is as much for me as it is for you. I come in and out of my habits like as much as anyone else, but I always know how to come back to them because it's something that I've been implementing a lot over time. So I'm trying to share these, you know, theories or whatever with everybody that I care about because I know so many people who are struggling with these things just like I am and I know they can help. So I really hope you took something from this. If you did, please let me know. I love, love, love hearing about when you guys listen to the episodes. Um, And I always appreciate a review on Apple Podcasts. It definitely helps. So a little rating, a little review. If you have the time, I would appreciate it. And yeah, if you start any of these habits, let me know. If you're posting on Instagram, tag me. Um, Just share it with me. I want us all to feel like we're a community of people who are trying to improve our lives and just inhale the good shit, exhale the bullshit. You know what I mean? All right, guys, have a good week. Thank you all so much again for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you don't already follow me, follow me on Instagram. It's underscore health underscore freak underscore underscore. I know there's a lot of underscores, but listen, all the names are taken. Instagram's a very popular place. Yeah, follow me over there. Check out my website, gohealthfreak.com. I have a blog, lots of uh, cool posts, in my opinion, some informative stuff. And my membership program, the Health Club, will be reopening for enrollment in the spring. So check back for that. I hope everybody's doing well and I will see you guys soon.